who might be losing their job at some point throughout the season. Mike McCarthy, shortest odds, plus 500, followed by Todd Bowles, Ron Rivera, Dennis Allen, Kevin Stefanski at 9-1, to uh, and then Josh McDaniels, who at 10-1 to feels like that um, should be a lot shorter. If there's any coach yeah. that is going to be fired early on in the season, who would you be your pick? I think we're aligned here. I, I think it's Josh McDaniels. And, you know, like, I thought one of the most interesting things about last year was that, you know, the Raiders really committed to him and they were like, hey, he's finally ready to kind of move on from Belichick. And then midway through the season, they were struggling and they were like, it, there was rumors that he was going to get fired last year in his first year. He wouldn't make it through the season. So um, I think there's definitely a short leash there. And again, like, you know, that's a team where, hey, if Jimmy Garoppolo is not healthy, they don't have a prayer of winning games. And even if he is healthy, like, I'm not sure how that offense is going to work. Uh, Garoppolo is a guy, when we talked about the 49ers, we mentioned how doesn't really push the ball down the field vertically. You're not even using a guy like Devontae Adams the best way you can, right? You got your biggest weapon, a guy that can get down the field. Are they going to be able to utilize him that way? I, I don't know. I, I just think that I just think there's a lot that can go wrong with the Raiders. They, they don't have a good defense. You know, they signed Marcus Peters, which, okay, that helps out the secondary. But, you know, it's not going to be enough against Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, man, and teams in that division. So I think that there's – I mean, at 10-1, to 1, I would definitely play McDaniels. Yeah, I like McDaniels too. I mean, no Darren Waller this season either. What's going to yeah. happen with Josh Jacobs? Is he even going to be playing this season? Uh, there's a lot that can go wrong and with how they panned out last season like it wasn't a whole lot of positives coming out of Vegas so Josh McDaniels you're getting a good price at 10 to 1 other coaches uh, I mean you have Matt LaFleur on there no he's not getting fired I, I mean first year without Aaron Rodgers like you, you yeah. got to give him a little time with Jordan Love right um, I think Grable. Todd Bowles, when you look at like Todd Bowles, you look at, um, you know, it's six yeah. to one. You look at Ron Rivera at seven to one. We talked about Ron Rivera. One of the hardest places to be as a head coach is on a franchise that is, has a whole new regime, you yeah. know, and now, you know, Josh Harris comes in. They, he wants to redo the whole thing. He's not, he's going to, he's not going to want any reminders of what happened before he bought the team in Washington. Um, I don't know. I'm wondering if he's going to change the colors. Like, does he get rid of the burgundy <laughs> and gold and just complete overhaul? I don't know, but I just think Ron Rivera is a guy, you know, if you look through his coaching career, he's, he's he even with Carolina, he had mm -hmm. some great seasons where he won like 13 games, but the majority of the years he won like seven or less games. And now he's coming to Washington to change the culture. There is still not not blaming him for everything, but there is still a lot of chaos going on. They're not winning games. You know, I think they're going to start slow again this year. They don't have an answer at quarterback. It's just a lot to go wrong. Seven to one doesn't sound like a bad price there. Um, and then again, Todd Bowles too. Tampa, do we think they're going to be good? This is another coach that's on his second job. We know when, you know, a coach is in his second tour in the NFL as a head coach, the leash is shorter, right? Because people have yeah. that last job to kind of look at as a data point. So I think he could be in a little bit of trouble too because that's a team I don't expect to be very good with Baker Mayfield, at quarterback. No, those are, yeah, those are two good um, 
picks there. I'm looking at some of the longer shot names on the board. I mean, I just don't see it happening for anyone. Maybe Brandon Staley, but that's only if the Chargers suck. Like, if they lose a ton of games. But I don't anticipate that happening because of the talent on the field. Like, coaching aside, there's so much talent that they're going to win regardless of who's coaching. And then Staley's not even calling plays this year, at least for the offense. So I think that helps you out a little, too. If they don't meet expectations, like if they end up eight and nine or even nine and eight and don't make the playoffs, because that yeah. the AFC is packed. So like ten yeah. wins might not make the playoffs in that conference. If that happens, maybe he gets fired, but first coach to get fired, I mean, they gotta start that's, like oh and five for that to happen. Yeah, you know? That's the kicker. Like there's gonna be bigger dumpster fires in the NFL than the Chargers. Right. And same with Sean McVay. I mean, look at what Sean McVay is working with. They went all in to win their Super Bowl a couple of years ago. That's what they did. And now their roster sucks. That's not Sean McVay's fault. Maybe they want to mix things up and just totally rehaul that entire team. And then if that's the case, maybe McVay goes. But still talking about the first coach to be fired, I'm not seeing that happen. Dan Campbell, now Kevin O'Connell, second year with the Vikings. No. John Harbaugh, I don't think John Harbaugh is ever getting fired from the Raiders or at least any time soon so any of those long shots I mean good value in taking long shots sometimes but I just don't see any of them paying out which in that case not good value because you're just throwing your money away yeah and you have to look at the schedule like it has to be a team that really starts with a tough schedule because even though I'm not a believer in Mike McCarthy and I think that this could be his last year in Dallas if they don't go deep into the playoffs but are they going to fire him by like week 10? You know, when you see guys start, you know, teams moving on from head coaches. I don't think so because their schedule's not that tough in the beginning of the year. They're still going to be talented enough to win games. They're still going to be in the playoff hunt in the NFC. So um, I think it's really, you know, McDaniel's possibility to see a guy like Bowles or Rivera, maybe even Dennis Allen. But are the Saints going to start off that bad in that division? You know what I mean? Where there's not, you know, really a team that stands out you know they're they're going to be competitive in all those games they're the favorite to win the division so um i think it's probably the best value on the board to me is josh mcdaniels at 10 to 1 yeah i agree with you i couldn't um i couldn't talk myself into any other uh coach to be fired first on the board here uh for those of you if you are watching on twitch.tv slash betql and you're seeing my eyes look up to the corner i've got this braves and red sox game in front of me that mark is sweating out mark Eight runs. We got some runs, baby. Yeah, bottom of the eighth. We still have some time. One on. Uh, The bat finally came alive for the Red Sox. And we already cashed the over in the Rangers-Astros game. Uh, Rangers put up six runs already. So we hit the over in that one. They got the lead. So tide's turning. The later we get into the show, things are starting to work out our way. The tide is turning. And Spencer Strider finished with 10 strikeouts. So I hit my strikeout prop there with Strider. We are uh, looking good. Uh, you're listening to BetMGM tonight here on the BetQL Network. Kate Constable and Mark Drumheller with you. All right, Mark, we talked about the first coach to be fired. Now, Coach of the Year award market. Who is going to have a good season and take home some accolades? If we look at the board here, Dan Campbell is the favorite, 10-1. to 1. Matt Eberflus, Sean Payton, Matt LaFleur. So three of the four coaches in the NFC North to start things off. Um, who's your pick for coach of the year this year? I think it could be Matt LaFleur. I really like Matt LaFleur here. I think that 
you know, again, this is a division with a very vulnerable favorite, right? You have a Lions team that we don't know how they're going to react to being, you know, the the new favorite in the division, the team that everybody's watching that is bought into, right? How are they going to react to being that? You know, we, we don't know. Um, I think that there's just a lot of variance within the division. And when you look at Green Bay, yes, Jordan loves a huge question mark, right? But they have a great offensive line. You know, they, they have a great, you know, offensive mind in, in Matt LaFleur calling the plays. So, you know, there's it, – it's a pretty good situation for him to hop in there, especially, you know, yes, he was raw when he was drafted. Yes, he was a project. But he, he got the benefit of sitting in the NFL for two years, which is something that a lot of quarterbacks don't get. Um, you know, we saw how it benefited guys like Aaron Rodgers, guys like Patrick Mahomes, who sat their first year. Right. So, you know, he comes into a pretty good situation in a division that I don't think is super competitive. So I think with all the eyes that are going to be on Aaron Rodgers and are going to be on the Jets, if the Packers are able to be the story by winning the NFC North, I I think Matt LaFleur has a pretty strong case for coach of the year if he's able to do it with Jordan Love. Well, and apparently Jordan Love's getting texts from Aaron Rodgers the night before training camp. So those two are buds. I think Jordan Love probably learned a little bit more from Aaron Rodgers than Aaron Rodgers wants to let lead on and, you know, show his soft side. But I, I totally agree with you, especially because you're in this market. You're kind of looking for a team that is not expected to win the division. Like, you don't really want to take a Sean McDermott. Like, I mean, I'm not even seeing his yep. odds out here, but a team like that, like Andy Reid, never going to win coach of the year unless they go undefeated because Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. You should be winning that many games where I want to look someone more like, I kind of like Doug Peterson at 20 to one, because if the Jags make the playoffs, which I mean, I expect them to in that division, but if they go on a deep run, or at least I guess this is uh, prior to the postseason, but they make the division they win a boatload of games doug peterson's gonna be looking pretty good um yep Matt and if is one Trevor of those... lawrence continues his ascension as a quarterback and looks even better yep. then he's gonna get all the credit for that so <clears throat> i like that but i think that's another division with another vulnerable favorite like i think a guy like shane steichen with the colts like if the colts can steal that division mm-hmm. if jonathan taylor you know actually you know comes back and is with the Colts this year which I think everyone expects you know if Steichen's able to come in and and you know win that division with Anthony Richardson as the quarterback like I think he's going to be a name that's going to be out there um you know so I think that's what you look for you look for like some of these teams that can show improvement that are in divisions with favorites that you know aren't really the mainstays in that division that can kind of sneak up and steal the division that's like uh, Mike Vrabel. He would be a good yep. a good name to look at too. Not expected yeah. to wow this season, but he always seems to get some wins. Like Mike Vrabel is like a coach that you're gonna get a significant number of wins regardless of who's on your roster because he is a really good coach. Yeah, he can do it with anybody. And you know, another guy we were talking about San Francisco earlier and just the questions at the quarterback position. You know, Pete Carroll, right? So it's difficult Mm -hmm. because, yes, they did win nine games last year. So how much are they going to improve? But if they win 12 games, you know, three games, not a huge improvement. If they win 12 games and win the NFC West, let's say Purdy, you know, isn't the guy he was last year. They're able to steal that division. Pete Carroll's a guy who, 
all the accolades and the things that he's done on his resume, the Super Bowls and, and all the success he's had in Seattle, never won coach of the year. So could there be, you know, a push from the media saying, hey, we got this guy wrong. You know, let's give him the award this year. I, I think that makes sense. 25 to one. I don't hate that. Bryce also sitting at 25 to one. If Bryce Young turns out to be a superstar this year. Yep. That's a great season. Frank Reich might uh, be a name to be looking at, too. That's a very winnable division, right? You know? Yeah. What do you think? Um, Brandon Staley is also 25 to 1. What do you think Staley would have to do to win Coach of the Year? Like, do they have to win 12, 13 games? I think so. And I think it's hard because it's like they're probably going to be a wild card team. So you're going to give a coach right. of the year, a team that won 10 games last year, and now they're a wild card. You know, it's, it's it makes it kind of tough. Um, I think Mike McDaniel, right? We're on the Dolphins. I think, you yeah. know, if they they win 13, 14 games, you know, win that division, you know, instead of the Bills, I think he's a guy um, that, you know, you need to look out for. So there's a lot of, a lot of interesting names. I mean, we don't believe in the Jets, but if they, they win that division, you know, Robert Salah is going to be right in the mix. Interesting that Todd Bowles is the longest um, long shot to win Coach of the Year, 50 to 1. Yet he is uh, <laughs> number two on the first coach to be fired. So maybe some some correlation there. Josh McDaniels is mean, also pretty high on this list to win Coach of the Year. Yeah. I yeah. Think that would be yeah. It's, it's going to be a tough year for them. But I think that's really what you want to look for is like, you know, a coach on a team that can compete in their division, the win their division, that can improve by, like, three, four games at least, you know, and, you know, something like that, you know, to target it. But I, I think, you know, a guy like, you know, you look top of the odds, Pete Carroll, Mike McDaniel, all those guys mm-hmm. make sense. I can't believe Pete Carroll never won Coach of the Year. I suppose he hasn't had a team like this. He's had Russell Wilson the whole time. So, of course, you're not going to win Coach of the Year when you have a player like that. Yeah, but if he can get it done this year, and they're a team that added a ton of talent, like, you know, they got Jackson Smith and Jigba to add to that offense, Zach Charbonnet from UCLA. They bring back Bobby Wagner, so the defense is not going to be as horrible as it was last year. Um, So they could easily, you know, win 11, 12 games this year. And if they steal the division, I think he's going to have a pretty strong case. One of those coaches might have the Offensive Player of the Year on his roster, too. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. So stay with us here on BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> 